0: I was a school SLP for 14 years where I specialized in language literacy and executive functioning, and also held various teaching leadership and research roles. Now, I am the host of the DeFacto Leaders Podcast on the B Podcast Network, where I help school therapists, teachers, and administrators be leaders on their school teams, no matter their job title. Today, I'm going to talk about self-care and why a lot of people don't get good results with the typical self-care tips that are out there. So today, I want you to consider the idea of building systems as part of your self-care. So here's why a lot of self-care tips that are given don't work really well for people who are working in the education system. Imagine that you're buried in paperwork, knowing that you have a ton of meetings today, a ton of things to do, a ton of students to see. And then someone comes along and says something like, oh, have you tried making a checklist? Have you tried meditating? I heard that's really good for stress. And then there's my personal favorite where people like to joke around about, well, I I guess you just need a glass of wine. Now, to be clear, some of these things can be useful. And of course, things like meditation are good for you. People know that they should be doing self-care And what happens is that when you read all these articles about how you should be meditating or how you should be taking a walk and doing whatever the strategy is, what that does is it makes you feel even guiltier for not doing the thing that's supposed to make you feel better. So now, not only do you feel bad that you're not showing up for your students the way you'd like, you also feel bad that you're not doing your self-care and you're not doing your morning meditation or your yoga or your affirmations or all of those things. And so it's not that those things aren't good things to do. It's it's just that if you don't have control over your schedule and you don't have a good system, it's hard to make time for those things. So the solution to gaining control of your time doesn't come from random lists of self-care activities or organizers or productivity apps. It comes from creating better systems. And I help people do this by creating what I refer to as a master plan. And so obviously this is not a quick fix. This is a process that does require you to devote some time up front to getting it in place and to building new habits. But over time, it does help you to feel more productive and most importantly, to block out time for more restorative activities without feeling guilty. But what I wanted to recommend to you today is the very first step of this process, which is doing a time audit. A lot of times busy people don't realize how much time they're wasting. And so what happens is that when you get a 20 minute block of time you haven't made a decision up front about how you're going to spend that time because you don't necessarily have the master plan done you're not really sure what your high priorities are so because you have to make a decision in the moment when you're already tired people tend to default to time wasters so they pick up their phone start scrolling social media they check their email again, even though they know that they're not going to have time to really fully address and respond to all of the emails. And they do something that doesn't really move them forward. Whereas if they did have a better system and they did have their priorities laid out in advance, it would be easy for them to know exactly what to do during those extra blocks of time that come up. So the first thing that I recommend people do is audit the way that they're spending their time, because what that helps them to do is be more mindful of the times that they're actually not being very productive, and also be aware of when those time blocks come up, when they can start to work on long-term goals. 20 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but when you have a plan for what you need to do long-term. In addition to some of those short-term fires that you need to put out, you can make way better use of your time. And what that allows you to do is block out time for self-care so that you do have more time for those restorative activities. I don't know about you, but what I find myself doing is that if I don't schedule self-care, I don't do it. I actually have to keep myself honest about taking a break. So to do the time audit, all you need to do is just for a short period of time, I recommend 48 hours to up to five days. And just when you wake up in the morning, just keep a journal of how you're spending your time from the time that you get up to the time that you go to bed. And then after you do that, you can start to identify some of those times when you could be more productive with spending your time. So this is the first step that you can take to being more productive and blocking out time for self-care. I recommend that you try it this week. And in a future episode, I will be sharing a little bit more about the next steps in doing the master plan. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.